Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 329. And away we go. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dog. I'm a more breaker. Strict plan, it's a boy about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Putty, joined once again by the Moth Gideon to my Dinjarin, the one and only Hollywood Mark Schwann. Mark Schwann, how are you doing today? I don't even understand the reference. Well, you're a Star Wars fan? What is it? I am a Star Wars fan. Guess not. Guess not. Which? I got to educate your daughter. I need to babysitter one night, just like show her everything. Yeah, but you don't change diapers. No. <laughs> so what are we talking about what are we talking about here right one minute in wow, nice I'm there it is oh god what's going on buddy how you been tired like yeah. abnormally tired i don't know why i guess that's what happens when you become a dad right like you just become perpetually tired like i was falling asleep during smackdown that's not me holy shit really yeah wow i'm a dad <laughs> wow. We fell asleep during SmackDown too? I always fall asleep. Like I didn't even barely even watch SmackDown. My head was in a pillow. I just listened to it. I closed my <laughs> I eyes. I did the same at one point. <laughs> I was like, no man. I'm just so fucking tired. It's such a long ass week. I told you yeah. a queen I told you a Queen of the North in end of January. This wasn't my year. And you kept you kept saying, Stop saying that. Stop putting it out there in the universe. So Marcus, I did. This past freaking week was a week from hell. My car broke down, literally. Really expensive to fix. Shit's blowing up in my house. It's a rough week, Marcus. It's a rough fucking week. Not my year. Ugh. Listen, you have a few bad now with dad? that are happening. Now with dad. Ugh. <laughs> you have a few bad instances going, but you have some positive things going on too, man. Like, you know, you, you, you can't just you know, wipe it all, like just focus all the negative and just wipe all the positive ways. Like, this is a bad year. We all have bad moments. We all have bad moments for sure. But, like, you know, it's what you make of them. You got to focus on the positive and, you know, focus on a better tomorrow. Positive is the uh, latest episode of A Shot of BCW is now out. Talking to the voice of BCW, Cheyenne Ortiz, talking about the anniversary hangover, getting it from his point of view. You heard the governor's point of view. Now we're getting it from Cheyenne's point of view, a little skerfuffle they had. Great show. You should listen to it, Mark. Good show. Oh, I, I, I did listen oh, to well, it. Oh, well, did you? What did you think? It was a good show, right? I did. Nice. <laughs> it, was, it was a good show. I love, listen, I love Cheyenne. Yeah. Love Cheyenne. Great guy. Um, I feel a little disappointed, though. I feel like, you know, it, it sounds like, and, and I heard the one with you and AJ. That was a good one, too. It, it, and it, it sounds like, you know, what happened at Anniversary with like, me and Vicky, it, it's getting misinterpreted in a way. And I think it's getting twisted. And honestly, there's there was no ill intention on my part. You know, I the, the whole angle you guys saying about Ruthless Lala quit because of me? No, she did if you listen to what she says, she quit because of BCW management. There's there, mm-hmm. there, There's been issues that she's having with Anthony Cole and AJ Pan. If if she did quit because of me, I Mark, apologize. Mark, we're running out of time. I did Mark, not want that. We're running out of time. You got to wrap things okay. up here. You got to wrap things up here. Okay. Wish, All right. I wish Fine. I had a plan. I will to come on to talk about it 
maybe he shot a BCW one day down the road. You know, I'll see if, well, I'll, I'll see if it, I can squeeze you in. If AJ Pan would allow me on, I would gladly come on. Wow. So it's all in AJ's court, eh? It, it is in AJ's court. It, it, it is AJ's, isn't he not the brainchild behind shot of BCW? He is also the giver of opportunities, so I don't see a problem with that. Well, you're speaking for AJ, but let's hear let's hear what he has to say. Will he allow me on? I will gladly come on. Stay tuned, folks. But in the meantime, what was trending this week? All right, buddy. Well, CM Punk, your favorite, has been trending quite a bit. Why, you might ask? Well, no, I didn't ask. Going on here to Twitter. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Cultaholic Wrestling at Cultaholic. According to the latest reports, the Elite have no intention of working with CM Punk when he returns to AEW. Instead, Punk is likely to enter a program with Chris Jericho. And then dot, 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 newsflash, what happens, I think today? Was it today it broke? I think today it broke. Russell Pierce at Russell Pierce. As things stand right now, the AEW return of CM Punk is scheduled for the June 17th Saturday show at the United Center in Chicago. How convenient is that? So, Putty, looks like CM Punk will be making his return in our program, most likely with Chris Jericho. Is CM Punk's return good for business? Absolutely, man. I said it when uh, this whole suspension thing happened. He needs to come back. They need him. He's the big, huge star. Also, read that he's going to be the star of the Saturday show. There's a Saturday show coming out. So, Which I think is weird. There's a Saturday show coming out. Like how how much ratings can you possibly get on a Saturday show? Dude, I can't imagine. What time? Like who's like who's home on a Saturday? Never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is good for AW. This is good for business. I think the elite should work with him. Get over yourselves. You're like, like I said when this thing happened. You're adults. Shit happens. Tempers get heated. Move on. You take your apologize. You're, you're men. Move on. Do what's best for business. I see that happening down the road. But yeah, I guess welcome back to him. Congratulations. Able to smooth things over and come back to the where he loves. AW is a perfect fit for him. And both both ways is a perfect fit. So congratulations to him. Looking forward to his return. I mean, convenient like in Chicago. I'm, I'm curious yeah, where he actually still get elsewhere. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, look at Abel, Green Man, right? Huge CM Punk fan, just like me. But Abel completely turned against him. Like, hates CM Punk now. And he's not the only one. There's so many people that have just completely turned their backs to CM Punk. Very curious, like, to see the reaction he's going to get in Chicago, actually. Because it's not necessarily guaranteed that it's going to be with open arms. Um, and if there are, like, you know, loud sounds of booze in Chicago as well, that that may have them alter course, possibly. I don't necessarily know how. It's not like they're going to say, hey, you know, Punk, it's not working. Here's the door. Goodbye right away. But they might have to like change things up to make him just the, the ultimate heel. And maybe that's how they do it. Maybe that's how he comes back and becomes just like the ultimate heel. Going back to what you said about the elite, I do agree. Get over yourselves. Like, listen, you're grown-ass men. You're all in your 30s. You're professionals. You're professional wrestlers in a top-notch market. Sit down in a room and talk like adults because there is money to be made here. Like, you know, if, if say, Jericho, I don't know, like Jericho, if, if CM Punk teams with FTR versus Elite, they have that in London, I think Bischoff, was it Bischoff Cornette said that, that that would drive tickets through the roof? Absolutely. I don't know who it was either, but right. definitely would. Then you list something out of that list, you said, they're also EVPs. They should be put the business, right. what's their business before their own personal agendas. They but that's, just- that's, that's how we came to this problem to begin with, though. <laughs> like, it, it, it's... I don't necessarily know if it's going to get resolved. I don't. And that could be bad for business if it doesn't. It will. I think Tony Khan, Tony Khan really just, he needs to be the one to step up here and be like, hey, you guys cut the shit, both sides here. Yeah. Put it aside. Let's make some money here. Let's go home. 
and you guys may never have to work together again for a while. We'll keep this all separate. CM Punk, you have your Saturday show, which no one will watch, unfortunately. But you got some <laughs> bruised egos here, right? Because Punk said a couple of things and causes something that I forgot. What, I even forgot what had this whole thing even freaking started. Anyway, Colt Cabana. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, there's some sort of the Bucks leaked an interview. I, I, yeah, I don't fucking remember. But I'm just saying, if Matt Hardy and Edge can work together, there was a personal beef, personal animosity. Lita cheated on him with Edge, as we all remember. They were still able to work things out. They didn't were cordial backstage, but they did what's best for business and uh, delivered one hell of a program. Bucks to do the same. Come on, absolutely, absolutely. Let's all let's all get some money here. Moving on, yes, though, please. buddy. Going on to WWE. So Becky Lynch's contract is up. Adam Goldberg at Adam Goldberg twenty eight. According to Fightful Select, Becky Lynch's contract with WWE ends next year in June twenty twenty four. The parties have not yet started talks on a possible contract renewal. Becky Lynch had signed a three year contract in twenty twenty one. Thank you for that, Adam. So I have to ask this, buddy: Is there a chance that WWE moves on from Becky Lynch? There's always a chance, but no, not in this case. No, absolutely not. Too big of a star. Too big of a money maker. Merch. Too big of a star. I just said that twice. But yeah, there's no way she's going away. No way. No, absolutely not. We're fine. Let's not freak out. Plus, it's now we're uh, a year and a half away almost. We're fine. We're fine. I, I'm, you know me, man. I'm gonna disagree. Like, I, 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 disagree. I, I have to. I have to check here. What are we what talking Becky about Lynch's, here? What is Becky Lynch's age right now? I think she's the same age as me. Which is? Is that correct? Which is? She's thirty. She's thirty six years old. Oh, so man. she's she. That's she's hard, about the same age. That's a hard mark. <laughs> so by next year 37 is going to come up right so 37 years old how long of a contract are we talking about here she's going to want money she's going to want to get like paid i'm sure she's getting paid right now but like you know she's going to want like a mega contract i'm sure she deserves it yeah absolutely but like you know right now wwe is in the process of you know going through new management right going through like a whole new process here with the endeavor in charge and we've heard r- rumblings I, I think they're more in rumblings it's like loud noises about the fact of Big cuts coming up. How does Becky Lynch's contract come to figure here? I think it's going to come to figure in a big way. You know, are we going to put so much more money into a person that's heading towards the end of their career in their eyes? Or do we resign her? Because let's face facts. I mean, Becky Lynch, Trish, Trish Stratus, you know, Trish Stratus, the, the whole angle right here mm. is like, you know, that she's the best, et cetera, et cetera. There'll be no women's division with her. All that. Great job. Love the heel work with Trish Stratus. Doing. Promo of the but year. Becky, promo of the year. So far. Mm. But if, if Becky Lynch beats her, which most likely will happen, she would go down as the best, which helps her in her advantage for a contract. But will WWE give it to her? That's the question. I don't know, man. I don't think it is a necessary lock. It is. Would that be a passing of a torch moment? For sure. Then how for many sure. torches can but, one have? But then again, Trish, Trish Stratus did the job for Charlotte, though. Yeah, she passed the torch then. Did she get the torch back? Did she have another torch? How many torches does she have? <laughs> And if she's the best, but, we got to find the, out does, does, Becky and Charlotte find out who is the best of the best. But then, okay, I'm glad you brought up Charlotte. So Charlotte Flair. But, you know, does WWE actually need Becky when you have someone like Charlotte Flair? When you have Bailey, when you have other women on the rise there? You have Ronda Rousey, for crying out loud. I know it's controversial, but like, hey, you know, she she's a lot of money. She's a star. Batman needs the Joker. Remember the Dark Knight in the, in the police interrogation room? The Batman needs the Joker. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch need each other. We're fine. Let's not freak out. Not freaking out, but just... I'm not saying you, I'm saying in general. Let's not worry about it. She's going to come back. She's not going AW. That conversation's done. She's going to be in WWE. She's WWE for lifer. We're fine. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, what, do I get bet? 
make a bet. We'll yeah. do, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do ten dollars. Easy oh, ten. No money. No money. No money. If you're what's, what's if you're right, then? I will shave my head. Okay. If I am right, if and when I'm right, you name your second child after me. Boom. Easy. I name my, my second child after you. Yeah. What if it's a girl? I've known two Michaels that were female. All right. Done. Okay. Great. I, I like this. Wish we were recording. Let's go. Oh, wait, we are. Great. <laughs> Moving on here, buddy. So sticking with WWE, talking about possible people that could be cut here. Alexa Bliss been making news. Louis uh, Dangor at the Louis Dangor. Triple H has no current plans to bring Alexa Bliss back to WWE TV, despite the multi-time women's champion being cleared to return. She hasn't wrestled or been seen since the Royal Rumble on January 28th. But is WWE wasting Alexa Bliss's talent? Yes. Draft's coming up. Hope to see her name pop up somewhere. But yeah, she's being wasted, of course. She want, she's top-tier talent. The first woman to hold the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Money in the Bank winner. Hey, this might be controversial. I apologize. But she was killing it. She was killing it. I think I am in the minority here. This whole partnership with Bray Wyatt ruined her. Backed her into her corner. Gave us a psycho Bray Wyatt character-ish type powers and... Stuff and she was never able to recover from that. That's everyone, someone I, actually brought up a someone actually brought up on Twitter. Sorry to cut you off. That it was earlier than that when Ronda Rousey beat her. That's when it all fell down. Really? Because she was then she was smacked out. She wasn't smacked out. She was women's tag team champions a couple times. She was still a focal. What, is, point. what does that mean anymore? She was still a focal point of the show. She was on TV week in and week out, getting in matches, getting in storylines, getting rivalries, getting pay per view matches, and then this whole bright white thing and it took it to another level as a sidekick. But she she's not a sidekick. She has sidekicks. I feel like I feel like in a way it did help her. It showed range for her. I mean, like I was invested. Like a lot of people were invested in like what's going to happen next. Like you know, Alexa Bliss did a killer job in that role. But then what happened? You're right. They 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 kind of booked themselves in the corner when Bray Wyatt got injured, couldn't come back, then got cut. They were like, what do we do? She got injured, I believe, too. Yeah. Like it was a whole mess. And right now it's it's deja vu all over again, actually, because Bray Wyatt on the shelf. Alexa Bliss had a little cancer scare. Thank God she's all right. Then was on uh, Mass Singer, had appearance on there, had to take time away. But now it's just like, all right, what do we do? I guess you're waiting for Bray Wyatt to come back, but he also might get cut right now. Yeah. Imagine he gets cut again. She might get cut too at this point. Maybe. Nobody's safe except for Becky Lynch. I don't want to. Becky Becky Lynch is not going to get cut. Uh, Let's be real. But there's a chance that they just don't renew her contract. That's different. But like, she has still a whole other year. Alexa Bliss, I, I don't necessarily know, man. I don't think she's safe. And you know what? If WWE does release her, that might be a blessing for her, actually. Probably. She's not delivering. I don't know if she goes somewhere else or just tries her hand at Hollywood and acting, but I hope that she comes she's, back soon. Because I'm looking forward to the draft. She's someone, she's someone that literally can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Including singing, apparently. Did you watch it? Hell yeah, I do. Every week. Of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah. I'm doing really good. I'm doing, like, really good. Did you know it was her? No, I heard it. Not know. I, I saw the Raw clue when I got the wrestling belt. I thought it was a wrestler at it, but her name I never didn't come to my head, which it should have, but it didn't. And she, so she did well. Yeah, she did pretty good. She, she got eliminated the first time, but she did pretty well. Okay. Like uh, her chops were there. This voice was good, but she was going against like professionals. Okay. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah. So kudos to her. I mean, no, seriously. I mean, like obviously, like I've I've said about her. She's if there's an award for best actor in wrestling, it would be her. That's fair. That's fair. She, like she said, she did a great. She did a great job as that twisted bliss character. Great job, but it just backed her character into a corner because when she came back, that's all everybody wanted to see. Right, right. Hopefully she comes back. Oh man, she's too big of a talent to 
be wasted in catering, but apparently not even catering. She's home. She's not even on the road. So watch. She's like not even on the actual draft. She's like the supplemental draft. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. And and that that's when you know. That's when you know it's like eh, okay, she's on her way out. I think it was just this past week, two weeks ago, my little time hop popped up, and I it was when Zack Ryder got drafted to Raw. And then I'm like. That was a supplemental draft. I'm like, this show's three hours. You can't just fit in Zack Ryder get drafted. <laughs> Why do you need a supplemental draft for a three-hour show? Ugh. Right. No, it's so stupid. But anyway, buddy, that's all I have that's trending today. No interview today. Oh, okay. People saw Sorry, your actions at BCW University. They're, they're, they're worried to talk to you. <laughs> Stop. Nothing to do with that. It's just been a crazy schedule on my part, so I have not been able to get a chance to lock down an interview right now. But, hey, man, more time for us. No, oh, so... What do you want to talk about? Hmm. I mean, there's there's always TV. It's just a tool. It's time for this week's TV takedown. Marcus, before we get into Raw, like you always like to start off with, this little thing called Impact Wrestling. They had oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty damn good. This it pa- is good stuff. Yeah, they had their Rebellion pay per view live. You ready for this? You ready for this? Sitting down? I'm sitting. Sunday. Back on Sundays. They listen to me. No more Fridays. They listen to me. Fantastic. But Marcus, uh, let me ask you a question for once. Oh, okay. Lay it on me. Let's see if I'm doing this right. Fightful Wrestling on Twitter tweets, Deanna Perrazzo is Impact Knockouts Champion. Three exclamation points. I mean, simple questions. Simple questions. Is Deanna Perrazzo a top star of Impact? Top star impact or top star in general? Two separate things. Let's go in general. Fuck that. Let's go in general. Let's have some fun. In general. Because if we're talking about impact, absolutely. I mean, she's the face of impact, I think. Uh-oh. But in general, Uh-oh. in general. Let's get to Raw. Let's get into Raw. Uh, let's get into Raw. It, it's, I, I, it's, it's hard to say because like, I love Deanna Prado's work, but I feel like the problem is the fact that it's, it's on impact and how many people are watching that. Not enough. Like... I think that to say she's a star in general, that dampers it, her star. If she was honestly, if you put Deanna Prats on AEW or back in WWE, I think she can be a star, 100%. But as of this of this moment right now, and not taking anything away from her, she's a fantastic wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like she's great on the mic. No, no, no. She, she's, I love her work. I'm a, I'm a Deanna Prazzo fan. Three-time women's champion, three-time knockout champion, excuse me. Fucking great, but the, the problem is she's got the impact the, the impact name next to her, and, and that holds her back. Damn, tell me how you really feel when you think of women's wrestling. Deanna Peraza is one of the names that pops up no matter what in a general conversation. That that just says in a general volumes. conversation. But oh. like, depending who you're talking to, like someone that really knows impact wrestling, yeah, sure even people don't know impact, talk about her. they know who she is. They know the name. Do they? Yes. Do they? Yes. I don't think so. I disagree yes. with that. Of course you do. Are. But well, great show. They're doing a great job with Steve Macklin, too. The power couple. Yeah, kudos to them. Power pa- couple. Power right. couple. Both champions. Congratulations. They did a great job with him. They did a great job on Impact this past week. The Rebellion was a great pay-per-view. Back on Sundays. Let's keep that going. Impact Wrestling. You- Thursday nights. Access TV. Check it out. Also on YouTube and social medias. Real fast. Would you say, out of all the women wrestlers right now, that she's in the top five as far as star power? Do you get easily fill up with WWE talent by itself? Yeah, yeah, of course. You can fit the top 10 WWE talent by itself. Right. But if we're going to put talent in there, yes. As far as sheer wrestling ability, 
100 yeah. percent. i agree with you but i'm talking about star as star power i would not put her in that level yet okay i mean i see what you're saying but she is a megastar in this industry but name recognition alone talent alone yeah she might be a big fish in a small pond but she is representing that pond very well and uh she's becoming a face of impact wrestling real fast before we move on but do you think that she stays impact long term, or do you think just just going to get her to another level that she'll go to AW or do you, she comes back to WWE at some point? I feel she deserves to be on a major platform. One of the things, like I just said, that hurts impact. Cause I, I'll wave their flag till I die too. Is the D list C list network? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I that's really feel, it. I have a feeling she will be impact. She's an impact lifer. She'll be an impact. Like a Gail Kim, like a Mickey James, she'll be. If she goes away, she'll definitely come back. But I think she won't go away. I think she's back in Impact for life. Wow, I mean, they're treating her very well. So they're treating her very well. But... She's, doing, she's doing a great job in there. Plus, easy schedule, and she work indies and other dates. Travel internationally. I think Impact's a good fit for her. I think what Impact definitely needs, though, then at some point to elevate because they have so many. They have such good talent over there. They really do. I love the talent that's over there. They need a better network. They Absolutely. need to get to. Think, they, need, think, they need more eyes on this. They need. I think everyone agrees with that. I don't know how they get that because the owner of the company is the owner of the network. They need, need the owner of the network needs to invest money to get more eyes on the brand. Period. Not just Impact, but the channel. One like, of the they, they need to do something. One of the things we talk about Impact's huge pluses is the Knockouts division, and congratulations to them. They're thinking for the first time ever on Wrestling Pro Wrestling Illustrated. It's all in Knockout cover. So congratulations to them. Absolutely. Impact Wrestling, check it out. Moving on, buddy. Going to Monday Night Raw. So, your boy The Miz was trending quite a bit, actually. Is it my birthday? Impact The Miz? <laughs> Chris Stratus? Oh, it's great. Uh, Alfred, uh, I'm going to butcher this one. Knua at This Is Nasty. The Miz, formerly number one on the PWI 500, will never get the credit he deserves for being as good at wrestling as he is. Rollins is great, but that match was just as much Miz as it was Seth. Hashtag WWE Raw. In case you missed it, The Miz and Seth Rollins had a banger of a match on Monday Night Raw. I would agree with this. Putty, do you think The Miz will ever find himself in a main event again? Because obviously the dude still has it. Yeah, he has it. He never lost it. He's a perfect team's player. You know what I'm saying? He does whatever they tell him to do. That's how he got to where he is in this company because he's such a, like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was talking to some people about my company. I take it over by a new company. I'm like, you know what? The Miz is such an inspiration. I'm going to follow in his footsteps. Whenever they ask me to do something, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Look where I got him. I don't think he'll be in the main event picture again because last time he was there, it was just the transitional champion. He was champion for two weeks. That was a bummer. Yeah. Plus, now they're going focusing on the younger talents coming up with NXT guys like Ron Breaker and Carmelo Hayes eventually. Uh, but he's proved that he can still deliver banger matches. I am hoping to God during the draft, he is reunited with the IC title. And breaks Chris Jericho's record. I think he deserves it. That would solidify him as being one of the best because ten time IC champion. I think it is. Yeah, right. Was... Anyway, also he's, he's a two time Grand Slam first, champion. First time, the, the first time. Yeah, yeah. And that was such, mean, a, such a great match, man. Because like everyone thinks I'm trying to cut you off, but everyone sees the Miz as a joke. I've been Miz, Miz fan since day one. Love the Miz, but he can't wrestle. That's his knock. Even though he can, but people don't pay attention because his character. But he just, I was so happy that he proved that he can hang with fucking Seth freaking Rollins. But he's proven before how many times he can wrestle. He's had bangers with Brian Danielson, for Christ's sake. Yeah, one of the ultimate wrestlers. Yeah. But then people forget that easily because it's still fucking Miz. 
And what, what's he doing the next week? He's fucking getting his ass beat by some celebrity. A, I forgot that he was number one PWI 500. So do I. Totally forgot, I forgot about that. Totally forgot about it. And meanwhile, like, was it this past year, PWI 500, Darius Carter was one step above The Miz? How crazy is that? Was he? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know his uh, spotting, but that was, that was awesome. What, what, what a great match that would be. Oh, my God. I would definitely Imagine those promos. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. Oh, I got, I got, yeah. I got to call AJ. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> man, that's great. Talk about fantasy booking, eh? But yeah, congratulations. Right, that, that, good match. He, he held his own. I, I think he deserves to be in the main event picture again because it's what he's done for the company and his resume. But I just don't see him going into a, a main title picture with the likes of Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and those uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, those guys taking up the main event field. But again, if he can hold the flag as the IC champion, break that record, that, that where he, that's his perfect spot. I mean, honestly, I mean, at this point, if he retired tomorrow, he's a sure Hall oh. of Famer at this point with all his accolades that he's done, uh, that he's accomplished with WWE. And what is, yeah, what he's done for WWE, actually, because you're right. He, the man has done literally everything that's been asked of him underneath the sun. Yeah. Like, it, it's, he's the definition of a team player doesn't get enough credit, I feel like, at least from the fans. I think, I think wrestlers, I think talent, anyone that's involved in wrestling will give him his flowers for sure. Because they recognize that, and as well, he they should. Right now, though, the Miz is is. I feel like he's in that Dolph Ziggler role. He's in a position to help put talent over, to tell a storyline, to help you know maybe with their character work and the promos, etc. Like he's kind of like in that position, and he does a great job in that spot. Because let's face it, I mean, yeah, he's older in his career, but the man takes care of himself. Like he's always proud of himself. He doesn't really get injured because like he wrestles smart. Not gonna wood. Yeah, I could talk all day about the Miz. I just think he doesn't get enough credit, and this match was turning people's eyes. Of what? Oh shit! That's the Miz. Wow. Glad to see the fans finally give him his flowers for that, at least. But moving on, buddy, to NX. What is going the on future. here? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off. Please, this is such my favorite show of all time. Good, good. I'm glad. NXT announced this one. This one will be fun. Indy Hartwell will defend the NXT Women's Championship against Roxanne and Tiffany Stratton in a triple threat match next week at NXT Spring Breakin'. Buddy, this is a big matchup right here. Indy Hartwell's big test right here. Is she a fluke or is she the real deal? Who wins in this matchup? Has to be Indy Hartwell. Has to be. She did a promo where people think she's a beatable champion. Roxanne Perez did not lose that title. She didn't get pinned for the title, I should say. So to prove that she's not a beatable champion, she wanted to go against the former champion. Well, one of my favorites, Tiffany Stratton, struts in, thinking a claim to be the number one contender. Now we just combine both to make it a triple threat. Great idea, great match. Tiffany Stratton is very impressive since her debut. Not a big NXT guy, but she's such one. You, you, if you watched it, you see her transitioning, getting better and better and better. So I'm looking forward to this match. I don't th- see Roxanne Perez in NXT too long. Uh, maybe the draft's coming up. I don't know. Might be a little too soon, but eventually down the road, she's on the main roster. Indy Hartwell's been in NXT too long. She's a veteran of NXT. She deserves this championship. She earned this championship. Just to throw it away after, what, three weeks? It'll be a slap in the face. She needs to win this. She deserves to win this. Let her get her flowers. Let her get a nice little rain. Unless she's getting called up to Raw. It's fine. Well, here's the deal, man. You just said she's an NXT vet. I I honestly don't think this is a slap in the face if she loses. I think this is like, hey, man, you deserve it. Here's one last run. Before you go to the main roster, 
with Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, with Johnny Gargano, be maybe reunited with the way in the main roster. That would be interesting. That would be compelling TV on Monday Night Raw. I think that'd be a good platform for it. So I, I actually think she loses. I do think she loses, but I don't think she loses to Roxanne. I think because I think that's the obvious choice. I think a lot of think a lot of fans would expect Roxanne to win it back because let's face the facts in real life, you know, she, something happened to her in real life where she felt like she couldn't go. They had to, you know, do the whole angle with her, and she was forced to give up the title. Right? No, she she wrestled in that match that she would have won. She would have kept the title then. But I, I'm saying like the plans definitely changed. Oh yeah, of though. course. Yeah, you know, I, I because she was thrown in that. Like last minute, essentially. Yep. You know, so like obviously like, the plans have changed. I I think Roxanne is the obvious choice to win. That's why I don't think it's going to happen. I think Tiffany Stratton, it's, it's, she's ready to go. I think her character work is there, and I think honestly it would be a compelling TV if you will because you, the, that woman's division it's rising up, and I think there would be a lot more compelling storylines. You know, have Roxanne go for the chase again, build her up more, and while Tiffany Stratton's holding down the, the strap as a heel champion. Kind of like, you know, Rick Flair-esque, maybe Maurice-esque, you know, like it, the character is there. She's obviously got a body of work in the ring, but like she, while she could still be, be developed, I think the fact that, you know, as a heel champion, like The Miz, for example, you know, like The Miz just snuck out wins as a champion. And I think Tiffany Stratton can do that and it would help her. It would help everyone actually in that division. Yeah. If someone's going to win this match, not in the heart wall, I think it's going to be Tiffany Stratton. I don't, see, I don't see Roxanne winning this back after two weeks. I do not see her winning. It's going to be Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton if Indy w- loses here. But I just, again, we always disagree, but I feel Indy should win here and deserves to win here. But I would not be disappointed if Tiffany Stratton wins because she's like, she's killing it. She's holding it down. This is a match I'm looking forward to, surprisingly, but I look forward to this match. That's spring breaking, by the way. Right, because there's, pronounce it. There, there is, uh, I feel like this, this could go so many different ways. Hell, I mean... Roxanne could possibly win it back, and, and they go yeah. forward with like what I guess what they were initially planning to do because Roxanne is they're building up to be a star. But I, honestly, from from my standpoint, you know, looking this, you know, creatively, like you build her to be the biggest star possible by her chasing again. What to do with Cody Rhodes? Exactly. And this exactly. is what makes this match fun: is it's not predictable. We don't know what's going to happen. And there's so many outcomes because the drafts the next week. Exactly. And any one of these women can be drafted up. Maybe Tiffany's too soon, but oh, yeah, I think Tiffany's too soon. But hell, for all we know, yeah, maybe it is Roxanne that yeah. gets called up, and Andy Hartwell wins. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so many possibilities in this one. I'm excited for it. Before, Moving on, before though, we buddy. move on, before we move on, yes, because we don't talk about NXT too much. There's a storyline going on in NXT between Brooks and Jensen, Fallon Henley, and Kiana James. It's been going on for like months. You don't have a storyline going on for months in the wrestling these days that's still captivating. All four of these people are delivering. They've done a great job. It feels very soap opera-esque. Now the country boy, redneck virgin, who might be intimidated by girls, now stud, like slick back hair, nice suits. Of course, he's being brainwashed by his new girlfriend. Great storyline that has me invested all the time. I just don't think not enough people are talking about that storyline in those four competitors. No, Looking forward they're to not, unfortunately. that storyline coming to a head at spring breaking this this Tuesday in the USA. Now you can putty to to AEW. So big turn of events there, man. Uh with Chris Jericho and Adam Cole, baby. Hell of a promo. And surprising finish there. Team J D at Eddie hell of Lord a promo. Chief. Sorry to, I was drinking, but hell of a promo. You're right. Oh, totally. 
the JAS and the Outcasts worked together, working together to take out Adam Cole and Britt Baker was absolutely incredible. Chris Jericho handed the kendo stick to Soraya to brutalize Britt Baker with it as Adam Cole watches while being handcuffed. Hell of a job, man. Hell of a job by everyone involved. Putty, what do you make of this alignment going on here with Jericho Appreciation Society and the Outcasts? It makes sense. Um, I don't think the Outcasts should join JAS. I think they should be two separate entities. But I think it fits, and I don't know why, until I realized I, I, I love Sammy Guevara. Great talent. Good friend of the show. He opened up one of our shirts on his blog before he got signed, by the way. And Daniel Garcia is immense talent. But everybody else is WWE guys. Right. Which is what, this kind of the storyline they're going with with the outcasts. They're the outcasts, outsiders, who are beating up homegrown talent. I think that's why they just this matches up so well because it's the same same thing. Outcasts are more outspoken about where outsiders beating homegrown talent. JS is like, we we love Jericho's the best of all time. But this fits well together. I'm, I'm curious to see how far along this partnership goes. But this is great, man. I'm loving this. Awesome, man. I... I didn't really know what to make of it at first because you know you, you have this you have this promo with a very good promo between Chris Jericho and, and Adam Cole, baby, and got you doing it. You know, now I'm doing, I can't help it, but like I was like, what what is here in this story? You know, like it's gearing up to it's going to be an incredible match when these two go head to head. But then w- what else? You know, like they, they just have the they're just gearing up for the making of just like a one off. But then this happens with the whole Britt Baker angle mm-hmm. and an Outcast coming in. Like, it was kind of a la, like, you know, when uh, Randy Orton handcuffing Triple H and, oh. you know, uh, beating up Stephanie McMahon. It kind of reminded me of that. Did he kiss her? Yeah, he kissed her. That was sick fuck. I <laughs> 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 loved it. <laughs> but, like, you know, it, it, this had elements of that to it. And it, it just, I was like, wow. Wow. Like, now you just, you just made something that was, like, going to be good. But now you just made it great because now you have layers. That's what you want in storytelling. You want layers yeah. involved here. Because it, it makes sense. Because, you know, the whole Soraya and Britt Baker angle, it's been going on for a little bit. But now you add this whole other layer to that as well. Like, oh, all right. Sign me up here, man. Because, like, now I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see what happens next week. And then if they do it well again after that, the week after that, and the week after that. Like, there, there's just so much you can do here that you can play around with. And I think this is a... A job well done by everyone. I, I do wonder like who came up with this. Probably Chris Jericho, because yeah. he's a mastermind. But like this is um, I, I, I honestly I think it does well for the outcasts because I feel yeah. like you know, Soraya gets shit on for unnecessary reasons. Is it is it real heat? Is it is it uh, you know her character's overheat? I don't necessarily know, but like you know I think everyone's coming around like oh this this is awesome, this works, and Britt Baker. You know, you want to turn her to a big baby face. This this how you do it. This is how you do it right here. Absolutely, yeah. This makes sense, man. Jericho's feuding with Adam Cole, baby. They're feuding with Brittany Baker. Let's combine forces, take both of them out. Great job. I do agree with you. They should keep JAS and Outcast separate. Just have them work together in this feud and then go from there. We, we kind of stopped saying how somebody in the WWE listens to the show. We got confirmation before you came in the show during the Me and the Green Man days. We had confirmation that somebody he listens to this show. I can't say who. I can't say how I know this. That's the excuse we would say. Stuff we say in the show, we would see on TV a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. That was that was a joke because whatever. I don't get into it. But apparently, we have nobody in AW listening to the show. I just said, 
Powerhouse Hobbs should have a lengthy title run, and he didn't. I just want to get off on my chest. Oh, my God. What, what are they doing with the TNT title? I don't know. Yo, for real. Like, the TNT title, like, just, that's the type of title that like, like, helps potato. build stars. Yeah, you, you, you don't do anything with that. It becomes worthless. Anyway, so. I don't I don't want to start on that rant, please. We have too much, not enough time in the show to get me on that rant, but let's move on to SmackDown, please. <laughs> Go on to SmackDown, buddy. Not a whole lot happened in SmackDown. We opened up the show talking about how we both fell asleep. But yeah. This... <laughs> It seemed like we weren't the only ones. It seemed like everyone thought it was a snooze fest. And this is the one that was actually trending the most. This goes to show you how bad SmackDown was. Uh, just Alex at just Alex Central. WTF. Why is Seth Rollins being thrown into a random-ass match with Omos at WWE Backlash? There's nothing, literally nothing, anyone could tell me that did not come from Vince McMahon. They've had zero interaction TV. That can't be a Triple H call. And then lots of other similar comments like that. Uh, Putty, this is the second time around that Omos getting shit on from a match being put together on a pay-per-view. What is the issue with Omos? I don't know. I'm getting fucking pissed off that there is issues with Omos. Oh, okay. Lay it on me, brother. I don't want to go on the rant here, but we had a conversation about Omos versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I hide my views yeah. about it. We disagreed, of course, because he always disagrees with me. But he didn't win, which I thought he would, but he did a good job at, in the match. Why don't people like Omos? I don't know, because he's not, he's not a good talker, but that's why he has MVP. You don't need to be talked. Brock Lesnar's not a good talker. That's why he gave him Paul Heyman. I mean, this match makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. No, no. I can understand the heat about this match. There, it, I it, it is just random ass. I understand the heat of it being randomly thrown together. I understand the... Seth Rollins stands being upset that he's being tossed into a match with no reasoning. I do wonder if it was a mistake that they released this too early. No, I don't think so. But almost needs this. Who's better than Seth Rollins right now? Like, okay, so let almost not, ready for Seth Rollins. We're going to okay, find cool. out. We're going to find out. This is a huge test for him. Again, I could say, I said all the time too, and people said it, I'm not the only one. John Cena could have a match with a broom, clot, a broom and make it, a five-star match. John Cena is that good. So is Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar made almost look good. If Seth Rollins can make almost look good, we have somebody here. But Brock Lesnar, okay, their styles mesh very well together. You know, Brock Lesnar also carried that match quite a bit. Seth Rollins will probably be the one carrying this match as well. But, like, their styles definitely don't work well together. Because Omos kind of, I hate to use him as an example, but he kind of moves around like Great Khali. You know, it, it's kind of slow moving. And, uh, you know, I think he's a little better than Greek Ali, but Seth Rollins, wow. I mean, he's a speedster, man. Like, it, the, the, the styles don't necessarily mesh. I don't necessarily know, like, how long my match is going to be. I don't necessarily know if how Seth Rollins gets out on top because how is he going to knock down this big behemoth of a man? Behemoth? Did I say that right? I Bohemoth. <laughs> Bohemoth. Sorry. Uh, the Brock Lesnar match <laughs> I'm was. Tired. Yeah. The Brock Lesnar match was not that long. I had not seen a almost match go long. I don't know if that's him building up his strength as a giant, unbeatable force character. Uh, but I would like to see an almost lengthy match. Because Omos can't have a lengthy match, though. He's not. He he doesn't have the cardio to do it. I I don't know about his cardio. I can't. I'm I'm not gonna speak for the man. You heightest asshole. Tall guys can have cardio, just because I don't. Doesn't mean I'm a tall guy. I have cardio, but I'm, I'm okay. saying like <laughs> you're a tall guy. 
I'm considering it tall. I'm six foot two. I'm six foot two. Consider tall. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh man, I just peed my pants. Um, <laughs> just stop hating on almost. I mean, I don't want. I want to end this conversation because again, I have a lot of feelings about this. Just stop hating on almost. People are hating on him because he's tall. He's slow. He's not a high flyer. He's not a Seth Rollins. He's not an AJ Styles. He's not a Randy Orton. But he's almost. Greg Kali, you just compared him to Greg Kali. Almost or Omos? I keep no, it. It's it depends on the day. Okay. Depends on the day. You just said he's but, better okay. than he you just said he's better than the Greg Kali. Yes. Greg Kali's a multi 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 world champion and a Hall of Famer. Let's get let's wait on Omos. Stop hating on it. Just wait. He's young. He's very young. We're talking about last year, year, year or two I, ago. I, I I think I think that's the problem. I think this is the problem. I I think this is why people are getting Omos. Too much too soon? Because, too much too soon. I, and that's not his fault. Let's not blame no. the man here. Let's not blame the man. I, I, I hate that. I hate when like you know fans blame the wrestler for shit. It's not him. He's not the problem. Yeah, you look at a dude that size, like, oh, I can make money off that guy. Of course, Vince is going to want him, right? Of course, it's a no-brainer. The dude's massive, but the thing is, he's not a wrestler. He's still he's very, very, very green. So I the, the fact that they called him up so soon, I, I think that was the mistake. You know, keep him in NXT for a while. Let was, him was develop. he even he wasn't never in NXT. He, he that's that and that's a that's yeah, a big was, problem. He didn't go that's NXT. A, it's a huge problem. Like have him be in a, NXT. Let him develop those skills. Have Shawn Michaels work with him. Have a go, you know insert big man here. Like you know Undertaker apparently makes appearances every now and then. <laughs> you know, like the best big man in the business. Talk to him. Work with him. You know, sign him up for a fucking master class with him, for God's sake. Like, develop this guy. Don't push him down our throats so right away. Because, yeah, we're going to be thrilled by his size. But then, we, you know, you see him in a match. Like, oh, this guy's the next Zeus or the next Giant Gonzalez or the next Great Kali. Like, you know, we get blown away by their size thinking they're going to be the next Andre Giant. But then they're not. Stop comparing him to the Great Kali. Great Kali was not that great. Multi-time champion, Hall of Famer. Giant Gonzalez right now is a better comparison. But let's stop. He's young. He's green. Let's see what he can do. Stop hating on him just to hate on him. Yeah, he might not be your favorite. Not not a great personality. But just stop hating on him, dude. Just me? I'm not. I'm no, not no, I'm saying, I'm saying in general, dude. Just, all right, this is going to be, there's no point to this match. But we let's see what MVP can do next week. Let's see what he can do with against Seth Rollins. Just stop. Just, just stop hating. Peace and love, bro. As Ringo Starr said, peace and love. If you don't like him, don't don't like him. Agree, Seth Rollins' studs are better. Give me his Miz, Seth Rollins rematch. We're not getting that. And anytime you, anything with Omos or anytime a match is booked that you don't agree with, stop saying it's Vince McMahon. Stop, just stop well, saying, just stop fucking well, saying that. Well, 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 well. Just stop fucking I mean, saying that. Hey, hey, I mean, Vince McMahon is part of creative again, so they can easily say that. Apparently he's not now. This week I heard he had nothing to do with creative. Triple H is head of creative. Vince McMahon is taking a step back. So again, it's, so, it's depends, so was Paul Heyman. So was Eric close. Bischoff. I'm like, not. I'm yeah, going to yeah, believe yeah. what I what I'm reading. Uh, and, you always believe what you're reading, and then, then you then look what happens. Yeah. So <laughs> and it, it happened, but now I'm seeing he's not involved. So when he gets when get, he gets fully gets involved, then I'll say Maya Copeland. Then. I'll name my first Captain Marshall. Believe everything in that too. What? 
I, I'll give you the New York Post. You want to believe everything in that too? Fuck the New York Post, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, no, just no, I'm just saying. If you read it, if you read no, it, I'm just saying. Just oh, my car broke down. My car died. Fuck Vince McMahon, dude. I think that's a good way to end off right there. <laughs> um, okay, then let's get into some go home thoughts. Marcus, what do you have for me? Oh, putty, putty, putty. The NFL draft is coming up, my man. Who cares, dude? The WWE draft's more important, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently that's done on purpose. The WWE draft yeah, having it done at the same time. Good. Well Smart. done. Smart. Well done. Yeah. You know, piggyback on, you know, what's trending with the draft, et cetera. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. Smart play. I heard the draft yeah, I mean, is going to be the official reset of the universe, and now it's going to be Triple H's regime. I'm curious to see if that's true or not. Yeah, because it's supposed to be the biggest draft, right? Like change the game. Change the game. Don't know what this means. We'll find out. But no, I'm, I'm excited for the NFL draft as well. I could tell why you're not, because the Miami Dolphins do not have a pick. They had to forfeit their pick. Is it a shenanigans here at pulling? Dude, I don't know who you're fucking talking to. I'm fucking ecstatic about the season. We don't need the fucking draft. Our owner has managed to get free agencies and trades. I'm I'm, you, I'm 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 cool, baby. I'm cool. Hey, did you hear about this whole Tom Brady thing? Oh yeah, of course I did, my friend. Of course I did. <laughs> that flirt man <laughs> ain't ending anytime soon. <laughs> like, oh, Tua, you you talk about retiring? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, he, that's so sad. I watched a clip of the Rich Eisen show. He, uh, he was a talking great about show, by the way. Tua uh, and his he announced he did consider retirement, but he doesn't feel like it's the time. He wants to play. He has passion to play, heart to play. He wants to see his son see him play. As a parent now, I guess you would get you I'm sure you want your daughter to see you in a movie or a TV show. Absolutely, yeah. It's just the fact can you? And every right. doctor every doctor he visits says yes, so and we could see we saw what Tua can do when he is healthy. The first half of the Packer game, he destroyed them. Owned them. Then he got concussed, played like shit, but for the third time that the season. Pro- the problem is like when has Tua been healthy last? You know, like fully healthy, and yeah. probably not since his like what his sophomore, junior year in college, maybe, maybe. I'm not sure about the college days, but yeah, he had a first. He had, I mean, the first couple of years were healthy, of course, because he was sharing with uh, Fitz Magic. But no, he was still recovering from the hip surgery. Yeah, the first year was hip surgery. Second season, what when he split and when he debuted with uh, Fitz Magic. But anyway, I don't have to get too much in the weeds in this. But looking forward to see the Dolphins pick. Good luck to you and your Jets. The Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Lead Jets? I mean, <laughs> that still hasn't pulled the trigger yet. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It, it's apparently this, the soft deadline is Friday, the second day of the draft. Uh, because no they're one's gonna, expecting they're the Jets do it. to give it They're the going to do it, right? I, personal feelings well, aside. I, okay, so personal feelings aside. I hope they don't do it during yes. the draft because you, you have all these picks you can work with. But the draft is done. Then, then you have you can work with next year's draft. You know, the Jets need to use these picks now. Like, I think they would, they would definitely uh, I mean, benefit from that greatly. But, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, look, if the Jets go through the draft without trading, going for a trade, right? Really, then the Packers have to pay him mm-hmm. by September 1st. Like, September 1st comes around, like, they have to pay him $60 million. So, I and I know everyone's like, oh, well, you know, what are the Jets going to do until that meantime? We're going to have Zach Wilson... Yeah, get him, let him have the reps. Let him have the reps because Aaron Rodgers knows the system, you know? Or for all we know, Aaron Rodgers just might retire. He said, this is all aggravating. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? 
Nobody does. Well, for all I, for all we know, like I'm hearing, I'm hearing reports by C.J. Stroud dropping. What if he drops at 13 in the Jets? Mm. The Jets aren't going to think about maybe drafting C.J. Stroud. That could be a possibility. If a quarterback drops at 13, the Jets have to consider it. Good luck. Not too much luck, but good luck. <laughs> yeah, not too much luck. We're in the same division. Yeah, but th- that's on the forefront of my mind is this draft. So I'm excited about that, and it's my daughter's first birthday too. Oh, congratulations! Awesome first birthday. Huge deal. It's just crazy. I've seen my friend's kids' first birthdays. Big blowout. Huge parties. Big deal. It's a fucking big deal. You successfully kept a human alive for a year. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a major accomplishment. (laughs) And it's a huge deal. And but they'll never remember it. They don't know. They have no fucking clue what's going on. No, no. Eventually, she's going to become a teenager and hate our guts. Anyway, before you really interrupted me, I just want to tell you there's something going on on wrestling that I've noticed for like a year or two now. I feel like it's not given enough credit or flowers. Samantha Johnson on SmackDown does a fantastic job announcing. Have you noticed this? Okay. I mean, the way she introduces like uh, Imperium, she sells the name and gives the two guys different introductions and good third different introduction. Her just, I think she's probably one of the best ring announcers in the business, not counting Shane Fair. I don't, I don't think she has enough credit for what she does. Like a different introduction for everybody she introduces. Great job, man. I noticed it tonight, too. Oh, great job she does. Someone pointed that out on on Twitter, exactly what you're saying. Did they? And, oh, good. Yeah, no. I'm not yeah, wrong here. No, good. Good, good, sir. So if you watch SmackDown, make sure you listen to her ring announcements because you, you'll, you'll enjoy it more. Because most often on TV, you don't pay attention too much to the ring announcing. Right, no. But she makes you uh, pay attention because of her different enunciations. Mark Shawana, end of the show, buddy. Now, show in the books. Where can people find you on social medias? Uh, they can go to my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. Uh, you can find all my social media links in there, including Shot of Wrestling content. You can find our episodes, our interviews, and so forth. Uh, check it out. You can follow us on all forms of social media at Shot of Wrestling. We're on YouTube as well. If you're not watching the video, you listen to us on all forms of podcasts. What do you call it? Podcast platforms? Yeah, podcast yeah. platforms. Sure. Let's call it that. <laughs> Give us some reviews, five stars. Uh, let us know what we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear from us and all that jazz. Please give us a five-star review. Let us know what we could do. Also, our email is open, inbox at com. Get involved in the conversation, man. Or tweet us. You know, tweet, get involved in the conversation. Find out what's trending. Your tweet could be read by Mark Schwann, and he'll butcher your name, guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. I will. Yeah. I'll butcher the hell out of it. <laughs> Is the video of you stealing the belt from your good friend Lala on your website? No, buddy. I did, oh, did not okay. steal the belt from Lala. So far, Mark That's... Schwann, I have been your host at Muggsy Party. Until next time, party out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.